0: The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are strictly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. You're
1: listening to Jonesy and Brian. Both well, you, the crazy,
0: Both Mike Jones and John Brian.
2: What's going on, everybody? We are back another week, another episode of Jonesy and Brown. I'm Mike Jones. As always, this is John Brown. Yes, sir. We got a good show for you this week. You, as you can see, if you're watching on the stream, we've got a guest sitting in with us. Sean Bell, multi-talented man. This, I, I'm not going to try to read off to everything you've done at this point. But currently, hosting, still doing the, the late nights on WIP Sports Talk Radio. Um. Well, let's just go ahead and get right into it. All right. Uh, Eagle season has come to an end. I can't say that anybody was too shocked that by the fact that they lost to Tampa Bay in the in the wild card round of the playoffs. Um. So, where while the season, the playoffs progress, the Eagles Eagles fans have largely shifted to offseason mode. So I'm gonna start with the obvious question for you, Sean. Um
1: How do you feel about Jalen hurts? Uh, I mean, ain't that the the million dollar question, right? <laughs> um, he's cool. but that's that's about it like I tell people like he's not he's never going to be a top tier quarterback right we Mm -hmm. saw top tier quarterback in in, this weekend with Patrick Mahomes he's not that he's not Josh Allen he's not Justin Herbert he's not Joe Burrow right like his peak is going to be that second tier Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. when your peak is that second tier then it's got to be eliteness around you if you want to win a Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl like Joe Flacco was a second tier quarterback like Mm -hmm. and played amazing in spots Mm -hmm. right like Matt Ryan was kind of a second tier quarterback and played amazing at spots I think that's what end of the day what Jalen Hurts is going to be so we got to stop expecting him to be you know one of those elite quarterbacks and at the end of the day when you're not an elite quarterback you're always on the market Mm-hmm. Right, like we we create this quarterback stuff controversy in Philadelphia, so that's mm-hmm. what we're gonna talk about. But don't you think like the Raiders are in the same position? Yeah, we got a guy that we like that that we like his leadership, but if we can get Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. if we can get mm-hmm. Russell Wilson,
0: mm-hmm. we'll
1: we'll take him, we'll get him right. Mm-hmm. Like, and Derek Carr is a franchise, and you saw a really good quarterback and really good leader this offseason, right? But no mm-hmm. one said no one's saying to them. In Las Vegas, yo, quarterback controversy. What are we going to do here? No, because they know, hey, that's our guy, unless an elite guy comes along. It's the same situation with Philadelphia. Now, I know Jalen Hurts ain't as good as Derek Carr yet, but Jalen Hurts is 23 years old. Derek Carr Mm -hmm. is, I think, 28. So Jalen Hurts can get to that level, right? Like he made Mm -hmm. huge adjustments and got a lot better. I mean, Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz hadn't played a game yet at this point. in his age at 23 Jalen mm-hmm. Hurts has already got in two seasons and a, a season and a couple games and started so mm-hmm. the awareness all those other things they could come to Jalen Hurts but you know what's going to have to happen is if you don't have one of those elites and it's rare to get one of those elites, you got to roll with Jalen Hurts and you got to build the the goddamn roster hey Howie Roseman do your job and build a roster with some death build mm-hmm. a roster with some blue chip players because he hasn't done that so far, so that's how I feel about Jalen Hurts. He's he's a good quarterback. He should be your starting quarterback. But of course, if you can get, if you can get a a franchise guy for a
0: decent price, then you know, you do it like most teams would. But I, that's that's the key word, a decent price. Whereas, like, yes, I I wouldn't mind an upgrade from Jalen Hurts, and I think honestly we. It seems like the the, the the overlying, like what people are saying, the sentiment is, hey, you know what? He's earned at least another season to look at. Mm-hmm. But if something better comes along, I'm good. But it's like, I want something better that does I, I'm also as excited as I am about the future. What excites me is the fact that they got three first round draft picks. You know, they got, is this cap space that they have. And if all they're doing is, you know, if they're going to mortgage all of that just to bring in a quarterback, now you just got a quarterback in a bunch of holes. You
1: you if if you, you know, you're, if you're... yeah if you put Aaron Rodgers here right now, Russell Wilson here right now, they're not winning anything. The roster isn't good enough, so you don't want to make a trade that depletes all your assets, like you said. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's not going to be one that's going to leave you with some options or one that's going to bring you into championship mode right away. So it like like you said, there's a lot to do, but um mm-hmm. you don't want to sell the farm for one of those guys you just want to roll with jalen hurts and again unless you're saying oh i can get a guy for one and a half first round picks you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. one this year one this year and one next year for russell wilson i'll take it you know what i mean because then you're like i still got two first round picks i'm good Mm -hmm. but you Mm -hmm. don't want to be like yo i'm gonna give away all three and a third rounder it's like all right well then he's gonna come here and, and, de- and then demand a trade after a year because he's like i can't win here oh and by the way let's just say this let's be honest eagles fans Russ and aaron Rodgers don't want to come here anyway like we're sitting here <laughs> debating on whether or not we should get one of these elite quarterbacks they got they can go to the denver they can go to san francisco they could go to other places who already have mad talent on their roster they don't have to come to philadelphia
0: philadelphia isn't in the running for these guys if we're being honest Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, you you talk about you talk about being honest, and it's like there's a lot of fans in this city right now who could use some honesty. Whereas the playoffs is nice, and I'm never I I will never be somebody who who will say a playoff run, no matter how long or how short, is a bad thing. But we started this season; there there weren't a lot of expectations. We were coming off a four a four win season, new coach, new quarterback. You know, we we pretty much thought that this was a team that was going to be running neck and neck with zero all season. But somehow they were able to put the string to uh, string some wins together and make the playoffs. But now people think like, oh, we might be a player away. Hey, we made the playoffs. We might be a player away. Or, or, or something like that. And you talk about, like, just being honest. Like, that's part of the problem. I mean, don't you think?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, th- making the playoffs lulled people into a false sense of where we are. Like mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. they think we're a couple players away from from making a run. Like, oh, okay, the natural thing is you make the playoffs, like the Bengals or something, and mm-hmm. then the next year you win 12 games. Like, we're far away from that. Like, you couldn't played a worse set of teams to get into the playoffs ever like mm. the, think about this take away dak prescott the final eight games of the season the best quarterback they played with ted was teddy bridgewater mm. they played jake Fromm, mike glennon taylor heineke like those were the the, the, the uh um my man the rookie from the jets eric wilson Like, those are the quarterbacks they had to face to get into the playoffs. They played absolute trash. So don't think when next year comes in and teams have their quarterback or or teams have a a legit starting quarterback that you're going to get those wins. Right. Like, so I know, hey, you are what your record is. But in this case, not really. You're not really a nine and eight type of football team. Like you just Mm -hmm. played a bunch of four and 12 type of football teams for the final six games of the season. So kudos for getting that playoff experience, Mm -hmm. but you you're not like I argued with somebody on Twitter today said we're close that said we're close in talent to the 49ers. They were like, oh, they're only about we're only about two or three players away from the 49ers. I said, are you effing kidding me? (laughs) Like Debo Samuels? We have that. George Kittle? We have that. Nick Bosa? We have that. Fred Warner, the linebacker? We have that. We don't have any of the like their roster is stacked. And Eagles fans think we're two or three players away from that type of talent. It's, it's ridiculous.
2: So now I was saying to JV previously that, because I agree pretty much with everything you've said. I think you're spot on. So for me going forward, especially short term, I'm in no rush, even though, and I'll be clear, I'm, out on Jalen Hurts is the long time, time the long term answer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Not because I think you necessarily have to have the superstar elite guy to win, because there are only like two or three of those guys. Well, maybe right now, including the young talent, you might say six or seven guys who really have potential to be that high end guy. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the league is trying to build their team with an okay guy and great talent around them. But for me, like when you mentioned guys like Joe Flacco or Matt Ryan or guys like that, the one thing that I see in common with all of those guys is they all had superior arms to Jalen Hurts. Because for me, when I see Jalen Hurts, if I had a checklist of quarterbacks, everything I want in a quarterback is on that checklist. Except the arm talent. And I think that is probably the most important thing for a quarterback. Because if you can't get the ball there, how much else really matters? So, that being said, I'm still approaching next season, though. I want to spend two picks on defense, trade one back. Because the year after, is going to be a much better quarterback class. So, yeah. for but, me, give give Hurts the another year. See if he can develop. And if he does develop, great. If he doesn't, you still have some ammunition to go get your guy in the following year with a much better class.
1: Yeah, but the problem is, they're, I don't think the Eagles are ever going to be in a position to get a top five pick again. Like, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles team and the division they're in is going to be good enough to... Uh-huh be out of the top 10 right like they may be if they have a if they bring the exact same team into next year i think they'll take a step down if they don't you know if they do nothing right Mm -hmm. that's an 8 to 12 pick like Mm -hmm. and so it's like if you have like this year you got a bunch of mid mid picks to low picks you couldn't package you couldn't package that to get a a top five pick if you wanted. and i think they'll be in the same position next year where it's just like all right i got to I got a a, a 11 and a 17. Mm -hmm. Like that ain't going to, you know what I mean? That ain't going to really get it done. So it's tough because it's so hard to like, unless you, unless you sell out to suck, it's impossible to get elite quarterback. So you have to build the entire roster and accept the second tier quarterback. And, and like you said, Jalen hurts, you know what I mean? I get your skepticism with him. He doesn't have the arm, but what he has to do because to make up for that, because he has an average arm, is learn defenses and learn how to get it out quickly so he can anticipate. Like, mm-hmm. that's how we'll know if Jalen Hurts will truly be a, a quarterback capable of a championship. If he's able to learn the defenses and be aware and get it out quickly and anticipate, okay. does he have the ability to do that? I don't know yet.
0: Well, I guess that. That brings us along to this coaching staff. Where are you on Nick Sirianni? Well, I mean, at one point in time, I, I, I was ready to just sell out and just have – I was at the front of the Nick must go bandwagon when he when they lost to uh, I can't even remember that. Uh, was the, the first Giants loss to
1: mm-hmm. Daniel Jones?
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was. And he's over there talking about. Flowers and blooming and and and, and, and I, I was I was ready for him to go. I don't think I've ever called for somebody. I don't think I've ever called for a coach's job midseason since we've been doing this show. But I was darn near ready to say, "Hey, man, Nick Sirianni's got to go." But now you, but they were able to piece together some wins. Granted, you know there's a context to those wins, but now. You're faced with the growth of this team. You have a quarterback, and it looks like this is going to be at least your quarterback for the next year. Do you trust Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff to help bring Jalen Hurts along?
1: I like Nick Sirianni as a coach. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think he's a genius. Like, I look at Kyle Shanahan, I say that's a genius to me. Right? Mm -hmm. Like... I know he hasn't won a Super Bowl and all that other stuff, but, like, Kyle Shanahan, you look at his offenses and what he's able to get out of Jimmy G. I'm like, that's genius, all the things that he does. You know what I mean? Sean McVay, great offensive mind. I think Sirianni is a good offensive coach, a good – I always – we got to remember, right, like, he's a rookie head coach. Right? So rookie head coaches, like – They need time like not everybody bursts on the scene and and is great and knows how to change things up and and do what they need to do especially with rosters they're not used to having so i think to to do what he did in his first year he did a good job that the main thing i always say i want to see out of rookie coach in his first year is i want the second half of the season to hit and for you to improve every week and make adjustments and he did that like at the point where you wanted him to fire it felt like he wasn't making adjustments Like, all right, you keep Mm -hmm. passing the rock. Mm -hmm. We're telling you, you got to run. You abandoned a run too early. But in the second half of the season, he figured out, this is the strength of my team. So this is what I got to do. And here's what I got to do to win. So I I think he has the mind to do it. I don't think he necessarily has the roster to do what he really wants to do. But once that roster develops a little bit and and maybe uh, Jalen Hurts figures out the offense better, I think... His game plan and what he wants to do will look really good. So I like Nick Sirianni, but there's a lot of other things I don't like. I hate. I don't like Gannon. The fact that he's getting getting head coaches looked is a
0: farce. Whoa, whoa, a farce. whoa, 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 whoa! Let, let me stop you right there, because I too am not a fan of Gannon. There will be no Gannon slander because I want this man hired and I want him taken away. So I think <laughs> I think Gannon's a genius. I think he's a smart football mind. And if, if, whether it's Houston, whether it's some other team would be, they they would be a fool not to hire this man away. I am not going to have no. Jo- I need this man gone.
2: All right, serious question. Serious question about <laughs> Gannon though. It seemed as though he would have preferred to be playing a 3-4 style defense more. Mm. Do you think Gannon looks better with an offseason with the team coming into the year with some cap room and picks compared to what they went into the offseason with last year and he's able to put more of his style personnel on the field?
1: Do you think that helps Gannon? I think it helps him but not enough you know what I mean like Mm. like it'll help him look decent but he'll never be great because like I said with Nick Sirianni and learning midseason, all right here's how I had to change things if you don't know how to change up your defense Mm. and change up what you're doing then then you're never gonna win like you gotta learn what the strengths and weaknesses are of your players and adjust accordingly you're not always gonna get the people that you want you're not always gonna you know what i mean like you're not mm-hmm. always gonna be like all right i'm gonna have a three four and then with that three four i'm gonna have a, a Derek thomas to be mm-hmm. able to go out there and make it look good like right you make trees or something yeah, yeah. like yeah. you're not You're not, not gonna everybody that. has a vince wilford to put in the mm-hmm. middle of it exactly yeah. exactly you don't Fletcher cox ain't that ain't that no more uh hardgrave Great first half of the season, but he ain't that to hold down a three four. You ain't got the linebackers to hold down a three four. You got a four three type of team, really a, a four two five type of team, mm-hmm. right? So now learn what to do with it, right? Like mm-hmm. okay, my corners suck. Like he wanted to play a forty nine er style defense, which was rush your front four and mm-hmm. play some zone in the back, right? And they know Armstead and Bosa is gonna go get it. Well, you ain't got Bosa and Armstead. So you can't play that type of defense Gannon. so you have to make sure you mix up your coverages and mix up your blitzes and he didn't change anything at any point so yes when he gets better players he'll look better but when he plays real teams he'll get exposed because at halftime he doesn't know how to make switches to get it done
0: You, you, you messing it
1: up man I know, and the funny—that's my fault. I asked the question. The, exactly. And, a, and a, the hypocritical thing I'm saying right now is, I said Sirianni's a rookie guy, so I give him some 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 room to grow. Gannon's also a rookie at doing this, but the fact that he showed no growth mm. Mm. during that yep. entire season, right? Like people thought he looked better in the second half of the season. No, you just looked better because you played Jake Fromm. You didn't look Trevor Simeon. That's the only reason you look better. You didn't actually switch anything up. Josh Wett got home to quarterbacks because you played bad teams. So, <laughs> like, so I Gannon hasn't proved anything to me. Not not as if he got to prove anything to me, but I can't say I want him. So I'm sure he'll be back next season. Uh, uh, and I know, no, Mike, you don't want that, but I hope he that's the funny thing like i want him gone but i don't want him to get a head coaching job like because he didn't des- he don't deserve it like nah, look man we, eric b enemy ain't got a job and he he gonna get a look what, what,
2: what? brian flores what,
1: just got fired <laughs> brian flores uh, byron Leftwich, which mm-hmm. might get Whoa. hired by Jacksonville,
0: but that, that those would be
1: guys sick. don't have a job and this guy is gonna get a job
0: come on now well Biennemi and and Flores aside, because yes, they do deserve jobs. I need Gannon out of here. So if he if getting a head job in Houston, look brother, the way the way people talk about Biennemi, you know, Gannon will be will come and go from Houston, and Biennemi can get interviewed for the job again, and that that'll be cool with me. But you know, I I need dude out of here. I you know because I mean it's like it's like you said, you saw the growth with with Sirianni, because we were sitting here and we're looking at him and we're like, why is he passing, You why, why does he pass so much? I mean, this is worse, it, it seemed worse than Doug, seemed worse than Andy, how he would just ignore the run. But then you saw him, you saw this like before our eyes kind of transform into a running offense. Whereas we were talking about this defense looking vanilla in the preseason. And we were kind of hoping that, hey, once the season started, maybe we would see more. Next thing you know, it's week 18. And we still haven't seen, you know, we still, we never saw it. We never saw that growth. And it is a point, and and Jonesy had been making it all season, that he felt like Gannon was kind of leaning towards the 3-4. And it kind of, like, try. you know, I'm trying to give him leave some leeway let's see how these linebackers develop maybe somebody develops into something I you know maybe somebody maybe somebody will will become okay and that never happened and you think well maybe they'll do more they'll disguise more scene because I I watch these games and I hear Seth Joyner in the back of my head all the time, just like, why are they not getting pressure? Why are they not? I hear, it's like, I feel like I watch it and I work with him long enough where I just hear him in the back of my head. Like, why are they not putting any pressure on the quarterback? Why is this not happening? So at this point I'm, I'm, I'm with, I'm with people who say, Hey man, I want to see what Sirianni can do, but I'm out on gaining, you know, whatever, whatever it takes. And they're not going to fire him. You know that you know mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. So get that man a head coaching job, even if it means sacrificing a couple brothers who deserve a job. If that gets Gannon out of here, they are steady.
1: I get. I mean, I you know they they probably going to be all be back, man. Mm-hmm. Ganon, Sirianni, Jalen, mm-hmm. and then we'll see where we go from there. Then then you'll make your final. Like I think Nick will be here for a little while. Uh, Ganon and Jalen will be the question marks. Like they'll be playing for their sort of careers. Next year, um because again, a lot of what Sirianni's problem was, he wanted a balanced offense, and Jalen couldn't provide it, okay. mm-hmm. right? Like, and that's why Mike's in there saying, like, no, like, <laughs> you know, what I mean, this ain't the guy. Because I mean, they tried to be balanced, mm-hmm. but it was like Jalen couldn't get it done. Like, like mm-hmm. I'll,
2: like, I'll be honest, like, the game Gardner Minshew started, and before we, before I go any further. Minshew's not the guy either. He doesn't okay. have a good arm either.
0: Thank thank you for that cuz you you know you,
2: you know He's how He's not works. but the game Minshew started there were certain differences you could t- see in the offense when you had a guy who played from under center more and was at least able to read the see the field a little bit better. He has the same issues with arm strength and being able to get it get it there. But I did like the look of not Gana, excuse me, Sirianni's offense with that style of quarterback, and I think that was really for me the moment when I said, "I'm out on hurts." Was seeing that style of QB gave me a glimpse into what this offense could look like if you had
1: a a competent pro style quarterback. Yeah, I I mean, I think the reason why I'm not out yet is because. You can learn those things like Gardner Minshew knows how to read defenses and he knows Mm -hmm. how to anticipate his throws better at this point in his career. I think that is something that is something that can be learned. So that's why I'm like, all right, give Jalen another year under the system Mm -hmm. and see if you see a step forward in that category. If you do, then he can Mm -hmm. be a true, again, second tier guy, but Mm -hmm. a legitimate starter. Yeah, I mean, right now, him they're both, like, 32-ranked quarterback, like the Mm 31st, 30. Like, you know what I mean? They're on the edge. So, do you grow from there and get better and go into that mid-range, or do you not? Right? They're both, like, fringe starters at this point. Right.
2: So, today, we did also get a little bit of news to come down with the Eagles. Brandon Brooks retired. Now when he was on the field for the team he was a very good right guard but he's also had several injuries over the last couple years going forward for the eagles team building process how big of a of a
1: deal is this with brooks retiring uh it's no deal i mean they like brandon brooks was all pro level like went healthy, the last couple years, like he was like, mm-hmm. I hate using PFF, but like he was like the numbers two ranked guard like the last two years in regards to you know both run and pass blocking. But that's what this season was for. I think some of the reason they didn't have him come back was because they knew where they were gonna move on, mm-hmm. right? Like Brandon probably like if this was a real Super Bowl run, probably. And then, again, I have no. I, I know Brandon, but I I was given no inside information on this, but I'm guessing that he could have got back if need be, if the team really needed him and they were making mm-hmm. a run, but his, you know, his body was hurting and it was just kind of like, well, this team is like our offensive line looks great mm-hmm. without him. Brandon would still be an upgrade, but not that much of an upgrade. And since we're going to move on from Brandon anyway, or and Brandon's mulling over retirement, we might as well let the young guys get in there and see what it is going to be the future. So, it's it's not going to be a hit because they learned this year that they'll be just fine without them.
0: I, I feel like this is this is another example of how winning a Super Bowl has kind of changed a mentality that I have held on to most of my life when it comes to being an Eagles fan. Because when you look at a player like like Brooks and when he and i think we can all agree when he was playing when he was on the field he was one of the best but his career here in Philly is marred by a lot of injuries mm-hmm. he missed a lot of time and i think had that super bowl not had happened how we view brand how we view brandon brooks would be different but he did help us you know he was an intricate part yeah. of that run so now for me it's like it's more the injuries are unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I you know I I wish we could have had a better a bigger sample size. But when he was on the field, he helped us win a ring. So I can't, you know. It's like I w- I think at any other time, any other player, any other sport, you know, just being in this town, I would want to rip him, but I can't, and I'm not. You know, it's like if this this is a player who you know it, it's unfortunate that you know that the injuries have taken this type of toll and he has to walk away but you know I I, I can't be mad at him you also you know? like him yeah he's a likable dude well yeah. mm-hmm. i mean he, he's a likable dude that whole you know that whole offensive line is full of, of likable dudes yeah yeah so you know you know he, he was he was never a jerk you know he was always somebody who endeared himself to the people and and, and plus Helped us get a parade. So, you know, it's like, like, like Sean said, you look at this, you look at that, that old line. And that was probably one of the, the best things looking forward, you know, moving forward. You know, that's something that they can build on. You know, there's questions about the quarterback, questions about the running back, questions about wide receiver after, you know, wide receivers not named Smith, but that old line was solid
1: yeah you're good to you're good to go
0: yeah Mm -hmm. he's not
1: leaving you in a bad position either Mm -hmm. it's not like he came here and and now he got hurt and now your guard situation sucks and he took a he he took a deal on the way out to give y'all cap space Mm -hmm. he did he did philly a solid like Mm -hmm. all right i'll switch things up so as i retire you don't take the big cap hit you can pay me you can pay me some dollars in some other ways Mm -hmm. and and you'll be good like you can't ask for more more of that it's not like he came in here like um and was like no you i'm gonna i'm gonna bounce or be bad or retire and you can mm-hmm. still give me all that money and it's gonna be a cap hit like um andrew bynum like it's not mm-hmm. it's not one of those
2: mm-hmm. okay
0: um, hey, right. I'm real, real quick because uh i know because i know I know we got a whole bunch of basketball we wanted to talk about. But first, I just wanted to ask you, what did you think of this, uh, uh, the playoff format this year? You know, the NFL playoff format. The adding the extra teams, the, you know... Monday a, Night Wild Card. Monday round. Night Wild Card. What, what did you think of the playoffs this year or, or so far?
1: I mean, I think it was great for the NFL to add another game. Like, I know I didn't like it, but at the same time, it was great for them money-wise because not just the extra game, but t- more teams were in it.
0: Mm.
1: Like like 20 teams were in it with like like two games left. Like, So mm. there was more intrigue. There was more talk. There was more every- – like that was the job they want- wanted to do. They didn't care if the wild card weekend was great. Mm. They just wanted to have more intrigue throughout the end of the season. Like because when it was 16 games, it was like, all right, by week, 15. It's like 15 teams out of it, you know what I mean? So there's only a few teams that could can, that can hang on and catch that wild card spot, as opposed players to players are shutting guys down the last couple weeks, yeah, yeah. So that so I, I mean, it was successful, and it, it was, you know, if you're an Eagles fan, you're like, I made the playoffs, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I made the playoffs, I got in my quarterback and team got playoff experience, even though we got. You know what I mean? Ransacked in the first game. Like that works. And mm-hmm. then how can you be mad? Cause after that, all right, wild card weekend and then divisional weekend was the best weekend of football in my entire life. So yeah. it was like it, it worked. It worked.
0: I I, I feel like I'm I might have had a bigger problem with it had it not helped my team. You know, I I might have been like, all right, it's it, they just let a bad football team in because, you know, we talked about the NBA and the play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, you know what? These teams look like teams that don't deserve to be in the playoffs, playing to be in the playoffs. And I was and, – and, and probably I was against it because at that point, my team was the number one seed in the conference. So I'm like, look, I, I don't care what the, the eight and nine teams playing, you know, playing a 10 or 11 seed but now i'm looking at all right right, you know my i had a team that i didn't have a lot of expectations for playing for a playoff spot so i was i was cool with
1: it yeah i mean but you and you i look at it like this like it didn't it all only gave for as a viewer it gave you two extra games but it didn't switch up the seeding, so you were still going to get the three versus six and the four versus the five Mm-hmm. So all so it's just an extra game of two versus seven, which again were blowouts. But no one who's going to get mad at extra football games, like extra playoff games. Like it's it, it's a it was a win win for them. Again, I didn't like it at first, but they won. It worked.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, look, gotta talk some round ball now, sir. Mm hmm. That's sport. That, that's that's your sport. Got to talk Sixers, and you know what? You know who we got to start with when we when, when Sixers conversation comes in. Unfortunately, this brother he he can don't do it, man. Put your Mike is through, done. Josie through. Put your headset back on,
2: Jonesy through. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna check back in it a couple of minutes when we were. No, ain't no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. We need
0: we gotta talk about your man two five.
1: Y'all over it? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm over. Yeah. It. Oh yeah, I'm on, I'm bro. way over it. So what I y'all can... think what y'all think should happen? Should they do you want to see a trade happen now or do you want them to wait until the offseason end chance that they have James can get James Harden?
0: Oh well that's that's a that's a good question and I'm glad you started with that.
1: Because that's 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 the what real they're saying right them. now. Like well, do you well, want to you want it right now and not waste the season or you want to wait for the possibility, not the guarantee, but the possibility of, of James Harden?
0: Well well let, let me piggyback that question because there was a there was a guy came on this show and his last name is part of the title, and it's not me who once said He would not trade Ben Simmons for James Harden. This this was a while, but he said, no, no, I would not do it. Not maybe, not I think about it, the right situation. No, I would not make that trade. Has that changed? Well,
2: let's see. That was prior to last season. Yes. So a lot has happened since then. That is true. That that is true. This was before we knew – that we had a guy who not only wouldn't shoot jump shots, but would refuse to take layups and dunks in key situations out of fear that he might get fouled and have to shoot free throws. Like, th- these are things we've learned about him since we had this conversation. We like a guy who, rather than take responsibility for his part in any of this, throws tantrums and blames his coaches and teammates for not supporting him when he does things like be scared to take layups and dunks in key situations. So at this point, with this additional knowledge, I would absolutely trade Ben Simmons for James Harden. Two years ago, when I'm still looking at Ben Simmons as potentially getting ready to take that next step, no, I wasn't ready to trade him for Ben for a james harden who was over 30 and didn't play defense and uh, things like that but at this point there is no downside considering what you've gotten from Hart from Simmons since then
1: yeah i mean so well i was a guy who said trade james harden then i said i said i trade for james Harden to get ben out of here right like Because I kind of felt like James Harden would change his game, and you saw he's changed his game Mm -hmm. um, to play in Brooklyn. So it was like people forgot who James Harden was pre Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, right. Like pre Mike D'Antoni, he was a playmaker. He mm -hmm. was the he was the point guard in OKC in OKC for for when he came off the bench,
2: they moved Russell off the ball. Yes, absolutely right. Mm -hmm
1: yeah so i was like no that guy and even when he first got to houston before D'Antoni came that's who he was he wasn't a dribble dribble guy he was mm-hmm. a all right I, I'm, I'm gonna give you 25 and 12 type of guy before he had to go you know 33 and then triple doubles and do all those things so i, I was like yo trade him he'll adjust um i think james Harden's a pipe dream though mm-hmm. right like i think i think I think the Sixers have been waiting for Pipe Dreams this entire time, sitting on, their, sitting on their hands, and it's not happening for them, and that's why we're in the dilemma we're in. right? It was like, no, we're going to wait because Dame's going to want to trade. No, we're going to wait because Bradley Bill wants to trade. And then Dame says, no, nah, I'm staying. Bradley says, no, nah, I'm staying. And that's why we went into the season with Ben Simmons, because it was like, oh, the people we wanted don't want to be gone. So now we have to sit here and wait for someone else to be disgruntled. So now you're waiting again to see if James Harden, because allegedly James Harden will want to play. But James Harden is like this. like, I'm sure James Harden is telling people, yeah, I want to test out free agency because I've never done free agency. Like, mm-hmm. and, and so now the Sixers think they have a hope. I don't think they do.
2: And Bradley Beal are reportedly saying he wants to test free agency
1: mm-hmm. as well. Everybody wants to test free agency. That's just a fact. Like mm-hmm. everybody like every player wants wants to be courted, like every player wants to see what's out there. That that doesn't mean they're gonna go to the Sixers. That that just means it's a possibility. So they're waiting a long time for empty possibilities, right? Like of course, James is gonna say, Yeah, the, the Sixers will be on my docket. Mm-hmm. Don't that don't mean he coming here, bro? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that that don't mean he coming here. So that, that's the question. I mean, my 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 toughest thing has always been this. I look at Joel Embiid like Yao Ming. Now, Joel's a lot better of a player, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yao Ming only had a finite number of years to get out of his body. And once it was up, it was up. Mm -hmm. Joel Embiid with his lower, lower, uh, lower extremities issues only has a finite number of years so you may say to yourself well we can waste one year because we're going to have a decade of this but if it's the Yao Ming situation like I think it is no you're wasting one of five years Mm -hmm. before that man's body breaks down so that's why it bothers me to wait this long like I'm not a person that actually I'm not as mad at Ben Simmons as everybody else yeah he's childish yeah all of that all of that but this this organization knew who he was for five years you knew what type of player he was. He knew what type of attitude he was. And you sat on your hands for this long. Didn't take certain trades because you thought you could get better. And now we are where we are. Like, mm. And every reg- regime did that. Like, And I'm not even mad at Ben wanting a trade. Like, They've been trying to p- trade Ben for a year and a half. Mm. So if I'm with an organization and they've been trying to trade me, even before I didn't shoot that layup, I'm like, all right, you've been trying to trade me. So let's just get it done. And i have a inkling that they told ben he was going to be traded in the offseason. that's not why he didn't report okay it's understood i want to be traded you want to trade me i'm not going to be traded and once they and once dame and all those guys bailed they said nah we can't trade you come back he's like nah f that you say you was going to trade me what's up hmm. so again Ben is the blame. He's child. Just step your game up. I would have still came into to training camp anyway and mm-hmm. But at Good. some point, I gotta look at the organization and say, come on, dog! Like, y'all keep screwing with me. Like, I, you, like you gotta take responsibility. Trade the players, trade Markel when you're supposed to trade Markel. Trade mm-hmm. Ben when you're supposed to trade Ben. Trade draft correctly. Like the organizations are the one mm-hmm. pissing me off the most because it's like. It's the person at the top's responsibility at the end of the day, like yeah. to know these things. They're supposed to know more than we do. Mm-hmm. So if you're supposed to know and you see what's happening with Ben, have some foresight and get something done beforehand.
2: Now, you raised a very interesting point. How much of this whole situation would you assign to? And this is something I've never really given much thought to in this way was you assigned to the lack of continuity in the front office, having to go from Henke to Colangelo to Elton Brad to Daryl Morey and Elton Brad. So you're always having a different philosophy, a different thought process guiding the ship. How much of that do you think led to them sitting on their hands with faults or Simmons and not getting a deal done when they could
1: have. Hmm. I mean, that's a, a good amount, right? Because I'm sure Doc probably came here thinking he and he did come here thinking he can change things. Mm-hmm. With Ben and Dalmore, he came in probably thinking he could change things. And then midway through their first season, they're like, all right, let's try to trade this guy. And they it, Yeah, have exactly. Like every Georgie hmm. comes in thinking they can fix it, they can yeah. change things. Yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely do that, but like, even with that, like, you got to be quick on the trigger, dog. Like,
0: uh-huh.
1: like it's fifty percent been fifty percent the organization's fault to me, right? Like, uh-huh. like it's it's almost like once you know who a person is, it's your fault and you stick with them. Like I tell like, yo, if your girl keeps cheating on you, uh-huh. and you keep taking her back, the next time she cheats, it's on you. Mm-hmm. don't blame her you knew who she was and then mm-hmm. vice versa for man hey <clears throat> hey chloe you knew who tristan was mm-hmm. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. if you, that's on you so the organization you know who ben is you know who he is so if he does all this f stuff mm-hmm. well that's on you because you should you knew who he was and you should have dealt with it early
0: so so at this point in your opinion, is Ben even worth? Is Ben worthy of a, a superstar in return? Because I feel like that had been the sentiment. Like we're not just going to trade Ben Simmons for anybody. We need to get a superstar, a top tier player in in return. Is Ben even worth that? In your opinion?
1: Of course not. Hey, if you if you get a superstar back, Tyrese Maxey's gone. I'm gonna be cl- really clear with that, right? Like no team. And, and this is kind of why Rich Paul told Tyrese to say, hey, don't do anything learn t- long-term in Philly, because every team is going to ask for Tyrese also. You mm. you think you could get Ben Simmons, James Harden straight up, or Ben Simmons for James Harden and Matisse Thiebaud and some other role player? Hell nah. If I'm a GM, I'm like, no, you need him gone, and I'm giving you the best player out of the deal. Give me Tyrese. That's, mm. that's just how it is. So... No, you're not going to get James Harden or Bradley Bill in a trade just for Ben. You're going to have to
0: give up Tyrese Maxey. What do you think of this talk, like, now trying to move Ben and Tobias Harris? Is that even possible? Who wants Tobias Harris? Uh, It's possible. I mean,
1: like, there's teams with Max guys out there, like, the one that fits to Sacramento. But they mm-hmm. they want a higher guy, right? Because Buddy Hill wants out. Buddy Hill and De'Aaron Fox are both max contract guys. Mm-hmm. Stupidly, on on Sacramento's part, they gave mm-hmm. Buddy Hill a max. So the financially that would work. Any other scenario is more like a three team, four team deal. Mm-hmm. Ben goes there, Tobias goes there, and you, and you could try to work out max contracts and max ex- expiring contracts in my opinion i would go after john wall that's just me um but yeah
2: now see for me that is the one part of this whole situation which makes the idea of waiting till the off season to try to make these large these major moves a little bit more appealing is that at this point of the season where teams are in the team building process it's going to be difficult to do anything with some of these big salary cap numbers and overhaul your entire roster. Whereas in the offseason, it's a little bit easier to get deals like that done and plan your salary for the year. So from that aspect, that's really the one reason why I'd be willing to wait for a Ben Simmons or a Tobias deal. Is knowing that in the offseason, you have teams that can eat contracts because they have m- m- money off the books and haven't re signed guys yet, and things of that nature, as opposed to now where you no choice have to make the money
0: match. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yes, I mean, it's just so tough because it's like once the offseason comes and players actually become free agents and you try to do sign and trades, like you could end up being like, yo, I waited this long and got nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you really need... Like, to me, because the reason why I don't think James Harden's going anywhere, because he may be frustrated with the situation in Brooklyn, but KD is his man. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and that's where the league is. Like, you play with your boys. Right? Like, Zion has... is out here being fat lazy, but our, um, Cam Reddish going to the Knicks is something, because Just Zion zion's mm-hmm. been saying he wants to get out his family's been saying he wants to get out of new orleans mm-hmm. so you, you got get two, people's friends you got Who? his two t- college teammates there in new york who's mm-hmm. Joel's friends right like because again i think i think brooklyn's are i think brooklyn's going to the finals so if they go to the finals is james Harden going to leave his boy mm-hmm. to, to come to, to come, like yo we're better than them dog like chill out let's let's run his
0: back like we're, we're, the problem is Joel's boy is in Miami right now. You know, his, that, that that was his boy. We let him walk for Ben. You we, know? Didn't
1: let, we didn't let him walk for Ben. I'm gonna let y'all Philadelphia. Y'all gotta stop that narrative. Okay. <laughs> oh, enlighten me. Because because like he talked about it on JJ Reddick's podcast while he left. He hated he hated Elton Brandon and then Brett Brown. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, it wasn't Ben's fault. I would have been mad at certain situations was Ben. He was like, they asked he said i don't know the direct quote he said management asked if they can control me and he was mm-hmm. like what i'm nobody to be controlled and I'm i not remember even somebody. That i'm not even somebody who wows out mm-hmm. so really? i'm i'm out like if management handled it differently and you like if doc rivers if you fired brett brown that year and hired doc rivers you probably keep Jim, jimmy butler because jimmy's mm-hmm. like i love doc I respect him and i still bang with Joel and i still talk to ben from time to time so i think that but again back to the original thing Joel gotta like who's your boy like he's boys with jason tatum he's boys are like that's how this free agency stuff works kind of now like mm-hmm. I, I it's not i want to go get the bag but i want to go get the bag playing with my boys and usually it's your boy is of your generation of mm-hmm. your same time period so who
2: within a draft class or two
1: yeah like that's Mm -hmm. usually how it happens you never see like a James Harden go say like I'm gonna play with like someone younger like the only time you see is with LeBron but that's because Anthony Davis is signed to his squad Mm -hmm. right so it's just like there's ties somewhere so who does Joel have ties with that you could get to free agency like Joel got to be that type of guy to be like all right I got to recruit like, who's my people? Like, they got to look at stuff like that. So I don't see James Harden being like, ah, I love KD. He's one of my best friends in, in basketball. I'm out, on, but I'm I'm going to leave him. Like, that's, uh-huh. when does that actually happen? And Bradley Bill, I don't know who his boys are, but his he's probably going to want to play with one of his boys. Uh-huh. His
0: boys need to be Joel and B, <laughs> yeah, need to think. Need to introduce them. Need to get them hanging out. Yeah. So you think
1: Joe needs to be making some friends all-star weekend? <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure he's lovable and has friends. I just don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: So, uh, Real quick, uh, got a viewer comment. Brian on Facebook said, because it, it's too big of a comment to put on the screen. We usually put them on the screen, but mm-hmm. he said too much. But it's all good. Shout out to you, Brian. He said, I said trade Ben for whomever wants to play that's a decent role player. Have a one-two inside-outside punch and good role players and surround and fill the spots. Hate playing with someone who has the vibes that he doesn't want to be here. Let me win or lose with the people I can trust regardless of their status. I I don't don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that because stuff like that gets you Charles Barkley for Andrew Lang, gets you Iverson for Joe Smith, Get you, you know, those those are the trades that you get. I, I I don't I don't know about that, but thank you for the comment though. Your
1: management needs to know how to spot guys who are going to become all stars, right? True. Like like I threw true this true. out here and people thought I was bugging, but I would have like I'd trade Ben for Brandon Ingram straight up. I've like, said that I've said that a couple times. Yeah, like Brandon like, Ingram, okay, a guy who's averaging twenty three six and five right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's had some injuries histories, but nothing that that keeps him out a long period of time. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. you and he plays point guard a lot for the Pelicans. Bring that mofo in here, and And he would be an all star every year in the east. Like, Mm -hmm. you know how Bensonman has three all star appearances, he Mm would have probably zero out west. But you Mm -hmm. switch that around and bring Brandon into the east, he would have three all star appearances by now, or even though he only has one. So, bring bring me a guy who I think can be a perennial all star if he's on a good team instead of already looking for that solidified guy.
2: And see, I'm all for that because I'm the guy who we could go pull the tapes is our record from when Ben was drafted simply because of basketball fit saying I'd at least look into Brandon Ingram because Ben Simmons can't shoot. And if you're trying to build around a big man, big man, you need spacing. So for that reason, I was always intrigued by the idea of the – basketball fit of ingram with mb more so than simmons so if that were something like that were available now i'm all in on a brandon ingram right now yeah but i don't that's i don't,
1: that's a problem. I don't, I don't that. think daryl Morey's into that he's like you got to be already a superstar
0: hmm. Hmm. But I, I think i think in, i don't think ingram's as as tough a sell as other names that i've heard like i think if I don't think people would be as upset with a Brandon Ingram in return as other names that other names that you've heard. Cause I, I mean, cause like you said, Brandon Ingram's put up 22, 23 points a game. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about, you know, maybe a, a, a 14, 15 point per game guy who could, who, who might be able to raise his game to that next level. I th- I think, Ingr- I think in- Ingram's as, I mean, if we're being honest, with who Ben is. I think Ingram's is about as borderline a superstar as Ben Simmons is. I mean Ben 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 has a little higher profile because he was the number one pick in the draft and he came out with so much fanfare, but I don't think that I don't I don't think that's as I don't think that's as, as much of a step down as people think. I mean I would I I wasn't Jonesy out here saying it from day one. I, I was cool with Ben. You know I I can admit it, I was wrong. Jonesy, you were right yeah i mean
1: we you just we just thought ben would develop something of a yeah. shot at I, some point like all he, ben has to do is have an average mm-hmm. shot and he would be a superstar if but he had he a league
2: average play. jump shot he's a top five player
0: in the
1: league potentially yeah there are there, there a couple i mean
0: there are a couple things you know a league average jump shot raise your your free throw shooting he'd, he'd be unstoppable yeah it, it is yeah. what it is but speak, speaking of unstoppable because there has been a, a bright spot this season. Number 21. Playing out of his mind. My question to you, because he's playing more Well, let me preface this, this way. Joel Embiid was runner up for the uh was runner up for MVP last year. And I think a lot of people said that one of the reasons why he was runner up was because of games played. Yeah, at this point now he's played 19 straight games. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's not going to play every game from seeing now and end of the season. But if he stays at this clip, is Joel Embiid your MVP?
1: (sighs) That's a tough question. I know Philly is going to kill me, but yeah. Again, I didn't think he was MVP last year because he didn't play enough games. It's tough when your MVP competition plays all 82. Jokic played all 82 last year. Mm -hmm. If he continues, if it, it, like, I'll never give an MVP to somebody who plays 60. So Mm -hmm. if he plays 70 games, you know what I mean? Like, or even, you know, 68, 69, I might give it to him. But the problem is, like... (sighs) I know that, I know Philly hates me would hate hate they hate when I say this but Jokic is top 10 in points rebounds and assists. He averages more rebounds than Joel. He averaged more assists than Joel. He has a better shooting percentage than than Joel and has a better PER than jo- Joel. So like my eye test tells me Joel Embiid is mm-hmm. the is the better player in the MVP. But honestly, like I, I said this on my radio show last week, I said my goal this year is to watch more Jokic mm-hmm. and really try to assess what he is because I think again I would pick Joel and but if you look at those numbers, they're they're astronomical. I really need mm-hmm. to assess what Jokic is before I make a final decision on how he compares to Joel because Joel flashiness gets everything, but mm-hmm. Jokic's productivity is. It's, it's on par for the best top five productivity ever. Mm. And don't forget Giannis. <laughs> Giannis mm. is averaging more rebounds and assists and almost as many points as both of those guys. Like, those mm. are my three MVPs. Mm. But Those I mean, are the three mm. people in the
2: I have to call a quick timeout in this MVP conversation with all these seven-foot guys and throw a little love to the little guys because they're two teams with the best two records in the league, and we're ignoring both of their point guards in this conversation. Steph Curry and Chris Paul are carrying their teams to the best mm-hmm. records in the league, and we're not even
1: talking about them in MVP conversation. Nah, I can't. Mm-hmm. Steph is having a worst shooting uh, shooting percentage of his career. Mm-hmm. He's averaging he's he's shooting forty one percent from the field and thirty seven from three. Mm-hmm. So while right. while he's while he is that guy for for the second best I think the second best record right now second best record to Phoenix mm-hmm. to, to Phoenix I, who still I can't, only has nine losses in Phoenix yeah and I can't give it to Chris Paul like his impact is is, is tremendous but like I just think that's a roster full of good the team playing and such togetherness and rhythm mm. like you're not necessarily counting on Chris Paul like Chris Paul has left games and not played in games this, this season where you didn't really notice and they played well mm-hmm. right so like where would Joel and be like if you take Joel and B away from the Sixers what's their record if you take Chris Paul away from the Suns what's their record I think the Suns still have a lot better record than what you would get from a Sixerless um
0: Joel and beat you take Joel and beat off the Sixers and I'm watching more college basketball because I'm looking at who's who's gonna be at the top of the draft for us to get next year. You know, it's it's trust the process part two, you know. And and let me say this about Joel. You talk about how well
1: he's playing. Mm-hmm. I can't help but just to worry the whole time. Mm. Cause I, I back to what I said earlier about a player having a finite number of minutes. He's carrying mm-hmm. too much right now. Like this is a person who breaks down at the end of the seasons already. Mm -hmm. So for him to have to do this to beat average teams worries that it's going to break down his body. Like LeBron also, LeBron's going to break down. Like you're in your, I forget what, 18th year. Like you have a finite number of minutes to be played, dog. I know you're Mm -hmm. Superman, but you have a finite. It reminds me of Kobe all over again. Mm -hmm. Like in Kobe's 17th season, People forget in the last 12 games he, he played before that Achilles injury. He was His minutes were two, way up. He was averaging 42 and a half minutes a game
0: mm-hmm. while, no. while
1: doing something like 39 and 9. His body broke down because he had to carry a, a squad that was underachieving into the playoffs. Like your body only like, especially for guys who are injured all the time. So every time Joel Embiid puts up these numbers, I said to myself, like, man, this ain't good. They better get somebody in here to take the load off because if he continues to have to take on the load, it's – Because
2: it's not just the scoring that he's doing this year or the defending. He's also now bringing the ball up and
0: doing the play. That scares me the most. You know, just just the concept that you need – there are times where you need your center to bring the ball down court and start your offense scares me. Every time I see them pass, you know them just inbound t- to Joel and watch him bring the ball up court, I'm like, oh. oh
2: and I love boy. to see his improvement as a passer, especially passing out of double, double teams. teams. Yep. Like, that was one of the most impressive things I've seen in his development in his game. Yeah. But I don't want to see him just be like, because as like Sean said, that physical load that goes with trying to bring the ball up, and everything else, people don't realize how much energy it takes to bring the ball up court. Like that's not—it's not like it's far more taxing than just when you your normal change again. Actually, bringing the ball up and
1: starting the offense takes a lot more out of. You. It's like I remember like Carmelo in his in his career got this no defense thing once he became a Nick, right? Because in mm-hmm. Denver he didn't have the no defense label. But people that I remember, when he was in Denver, his second best player was J.R. Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that, this, you expect to win a championship. Young J.R. Yeah, young J.R. was nice. Mm-hmm. But young J.R. can't be the second best player on a mm-hmm. legit team, right? So, mm-hmm. and that's because Amari got hurt. But my point here is this, like, Carmelo was at the leading points and leading rebounds and leading assist guy for them for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, that's not the type of player he is. But you want him to play defense, being the point guard, leading rebounder, and leading scorer? Do you Ooh. think he's going to be able to play decent defense doing all three of those things? No. Hell no. So if you're playing D, your shooting's going to suffer because you lost your legs. Yeah, you just ain't going to have the energy to play legit defense. Same thing with James Harden over in Houston. No, I can't make that type of effort because I got to do everything else for you, Bumps. So <laughs> Joel Embiid is doing all of that. So if he's gonna do all of that and not take a break on defense, then he's gonna suffer at some point. And that's gonna be later on in the season.
2: Because as the center, you can't check out on defense. You're the anchor. Yeah,
1: yeah precisely. So I again I, I, I should be enjoying this Joel and B run, but it just makes me it makes me worried. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm a pessimistic
0: uh, Philadelphia guy, man. I well, just, we got well, no, get... well, that makes it, that that just makes you normal. You know yeah. that, that. I mean, that's 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 pretty much it is what it is. Before we before we let you go though, because we 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 have enjoyed this. Don't, well, Jonesy, you look like you about to. Ask. I have
2: one more thing I had to get before we get you out of here. There's one uh-huh. more guy who I'm a fan of, but I'm frustrated by a lot at the same time. Uh oh, Matisse Thibel. I, I love his effort I love his I love the potential upside that's there mm. but his shooting I'm not seeing the development there that I want to see how attached to you are how attached to Matisse Thibel do you think this team should be or is he a guy that you're like he's just a piece at this point
1: I mean he's just a piece I mean, he's a more important piece when you don't have Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. So, the, if you get a if you get a guard back that's not a really good defender, then you're gonna want Matisse to be your defensive guy. But it's it's you can't expect like some players could be in a gym and shoot thousands of jump shots and just never be a re, a good three point shooter, right? So, I think he'll develop into an adequate guy, a mm-hmm. three point shooter, but we can't expect him to be like. The knockdown three point guy that Danny Green was in San Antonio like I just I don't ever see that actually happen he's always going to be a great defender work hard slash and someday. Due to his hard work he'll be an adequate three point shooter so that's just who I think he is, I think we got to just sort of tailor our expectations. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just like, he's not, he's not going to be that, oh, I'm going to sit in the corner and knock down everything. Not until late in his career. So he's not Bruce Bowen. He could be Bruce Bowen, but Bruce Bowen didn't become uh, consistent with that three shot until his eighth year in his career. Good point. Right? Like, like, Good Go- point right like those three and d guys were just d guys until the end of their career like Mm -hmm. and and the only guy would say "Would kind of was like no you he was like danny green in san antonio who obviously he doesn't have it anymore now but in san antonio Mm -hmm. he was legit like no i can hit the three-pointer but he came in a league shooting the ball you can see the form he was known as a shooter at north carolina
2: but he still had to spend some time in the um development league g league then because at that point in his career, anytime Danny Green put the ball on the floor, it was a turnover.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so unless you come in a league like that, like that ain't gonna happen to your eighth season. Like, I've seen Dwight Howard. I've seen Dwight Howard, like some people are like, well, Ben, if Ben work, if you work on your jump shot, you should be good at it. I'm like, yo, I've seen Dwight Howard shoot hundreds of free throws and just not get it. Right? Mm-hmm. I've even seen Dwight in person hit 90 percent of his speed throws in practice but not be able to do it in a game like it has nothing to do with how much he worked at it it's just in the game because he's not a good shooter he's just not gonna be able to do it. so you know again mm-hmm. matisse is never gonna he works on it he's never gonna be he's to just me. not that guy in like eight years down the line in his career he'll be adequate three-point shooter you can keep him on the floor but right now he's just going to be defense and effort
0: all right so let's 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 uh let's recap here eagles went to the playoffs but they'll probably take a step back because they're not as good as we thought as, as a lot of people want them to believe
1: i mean maybe or maybe uh, not because uh, there, it's the giants in uh, washington so if the giants in yeah. washington just suck again and don't improve yeah. although i think the giants finally got a decent GM, so we'll see the head coach. Then, you know, they'll and, still get four wins right there.
0: Yeah, and, and the Sixers are blowing this whole Ben Simmons thing. They're not going to get anything for him, and Embiid's going to get hurt at the end of the season. And
1: I didn't say all of that. I didn't say <sighs> he would get hurt. I'm just saying, like, don't expect – if he has to do this all the season, don't expect to get to the playoffs and he's going to be 40 and 15. Mm-hmm,
0: uh-huh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: His body is going to be too. One hit to the knee is going to be like, all right, now I'm, now I'm twenty and ten guy, which is still good, but it's it's not going to win a playoff series because I you wore me down.
0: We're not even going to bring up the flyers. We're, They're not. Worth there it. is there is no baseball right now. They're um, not worth it either. What? Give us something to feel good about moving forward. As it's still January. Give me something.
1: I don't know what to tell you, dog. Like, I don't feel positive about any aspect of Philadelphia sports right now. Listen, I, I said the Eagles had a – they had a season better than expected. Yeah, so you yeah, should I mean, be happy about that. Like, this, this – this the to me, the Eagles have everything they need to go to ascend, right? Like – they have they're in a good spot ahead of schedule now they have to make the right moves the problem is is i don't trust howie roseman so you know that's that's where i struggle with this team like you have the cap space you have you have the draft picks you have to use everything correctly and you'll become what you want to become but how like this is this is how he's here like if he doesn't get this season offseason right I think Jeffrey Lurie have no choice but to fire him. Like this is this is the year that he has to capitalize on. Like there's there's no other way. If if, if you don't make it done out of this, you gotta go. Right. So that's good. But again, Joel Embiid, he'll mess around and win an MVP. That's a good good spot about it. Um I didn't think there was any way. I think Ben might play. For who? For the sixes this year. Se- 76s? That's going to be my bold prediction for the show. Wow.
2: We may see a Ben Simmons appearance. You, you may, may
1: see a Ben Simmons appearance on the bench. <sighs> on the
0: sixes bench.
2: I, that's I a
1: lot
0: of. To, no, no, no. I'm about
2: to let you go, but I have to ask, what's the motivation behind that? That's a lot of bread, dog. Okay,
1: right. Like the whole season, the whole season, thirty mil. (laughs) That is a lot of money. Thirty mil. Like I think first I think Ben misplayed this, but I think part of the reason Ben sat out because he thought I'm gonna get traded by uh, by trade deadline, or the original deadline was December fifteenth. I think it was when they could, you know, trade Mm -hmm. whoever, Mm -hmm. and he really they really thought we'll be gone. But are you now willing to sacrifice 30 mil?
2: And you're a young guy
1: options?
2: just because he's not that far into the big contract. The rookie contract number one pick, that's decent money. But he's really not that far into the extension.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got,
2: so when you're talking three houses and stuff like that, you need that money.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he has plenty of bread, and he knows, yo. As soon as I play again, I'm gonna mm-hmm. get thirty mil next year. Yeah, I'm not so, saying he's
2: broke, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, but it's like he's not like LeBron, who could miss thirty million
1: and it doesn't hurt him that much. He's not even, at that point in his career. Even LeBron, like, who wants to sit out? Who wants to miss out on thirty million? I don't <laughs> care if you already got five hundred in the bank. I you have still never want seen- that extra thirty. Mm-hmm. i have never seen have we ever seen a basketball player voluntarily sit out the entire season no no okay.
0: it was unprecedented no.
1: right like i don't think we've ever seen that in life like any player who asked to be held hold out got traded mm-hmm. or came back early in the season so i don't even think we've ever seen something get this far so i don't see him sitting out and losing the entire season like i'm twenty early 20s 25 or whatever he is I'm going to miss mm-hmm. an entire season of prime bath, prime athleticism and mm-hmm. miss out on 30 mil. So that's my bold prediction that if he does not get traded by the trade deadline, he will show up to the Sixers facility, get work in, and possibly play unless they send him home.
2: And if he sits the whole year, my qu- does he use, lose the year of service on his contract?
1: I don't think so. Well, then I that, could be wrong though. I, I don't
2: think so either, which is why I ask. Because if he does it, then he's really just kind of—if he still has that year of service on his contract, he's just kind of delayed that thirty.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I don't...
2: so if he misses the whole year, still has the year of service on his contract, it could be beneficial to wait the year and get the entire get the entire amount back by playing next year.
1: I don't know. I think it still counts for some reason, but. Again, I don't, I don't know, but either way, it's thirty mil, mm-hmm. and who's it's a, to, it's, Man, a it's a lot of money. It's a lot, lot of money to give a lot, a lot of money. Knock thirty <clears throat> mil and said, "I've never seen it before." So my prediction is, if he does trade, he's going to show up and do something. Now he may show up and be a malcontent, but he he going to show up and possibly get in a game. Wouldn't y'all like who? I
2: I'd, I'd have been you there know? a long time ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, me <laughs> too, like- but. I've like I've again I don't care how much and you know I've hated certain stations I've worked for before Mm -hmm. but 30 mil though like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna go into work (laughs) I'm not gonna gonna have no friends
2: at work no No friends
1: I'll I'll be ignorant at work
2: when it's time to punch the clock I'm gone I'm not saying bye to nobody nothing but I'm gonna show
1: up and do my job and get my paycheck Mm -hmm. yeah I'm gonna show up and get that 30. mil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially I'm, especially because at, yeah. the, at the end of the trade deadline there's it's not like a long time like the trade deadline comes and there's only going to be like 25 games left in the season 30 games left in the season so it's, mm. it's, it's 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 not like it used to be when it used to be all right 40 and 40 or something closer to that it's going to be 25 games all right let me let me show up real quick and get like the second half of my paycheck or uh, recoup
0: as mm. much as i can get a quick 15 million even if i don't get the whole 30. I've been ignorant at work for a whole lot less than 30000000 million. I'll be ignorant at work for $30. But, you know, it is what it is. Sean Bell, how can people get in contact with you? How can people follow you? People who who like your work, who like hearing your voice, who like reading your tweets, how can people get down with Sean Bell?
1: Just go to Sean Bell Live on Twitter for the most part. It's it's the same on Instagram, but I'm not there as much. So just go to Sean Bell Live and you can get whatever I'm doing there. There you go. That's our man, Sean Bell, man. Fellas, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Uh, oh,
2: man. Thanks for hopping on with us. It's been uh, fun.
0: Always you know good man? to have a, a a sports shop Philly alum on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I know, and I'm i sorry I'm a pessimistic, man.
0: You know what I mean? I'm, hey, always, I'm man, okay with it. This man, <laughs> man came on the show for over an hour, and the best news he gave us was maybe Ben Simmons will play 25 games this season. Hey, I man. mean, that ain't even good news. That's just yeah, a good exactly position. no. Yeah, th- that's no, probably saying, bad news, but that's the best news you gave. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know that that was the, the best news. That was that. that... Yeah, uh,
2: I'm yeah, sorry. Hey, I'm <laughs> good. Him, with man. It. At least at least I'm not the only one who's not all roses today. So it's who's all roses? JB, I love you, but you get in your fan bag where you don't want to talk bad about the team sometimes. What the, no? I, I won't
0: talk bad <laughs> about the teams. You know, I was the one who who was skeptic about the playoffs. Anyway, when you wanted when you wanted to talk, I just playoffs, wanted to have the conversation.
2: I didn't when say you we were a playoff team. When you wanted to we talk, we were after the Lions game
0: because we were a after game the, back after the Lions after they blew out the Lions. Mm-hmm. You when you were a game playoffs.
2: back and you have that schedule that you had coming up. I thought it was fair to talk about the Eagles making the playoffs based on where they were and what they had coming up. Yeah, well, they made it, man.
0: Exactly. They made it. They, they went to the playoffs. Can't take it away from them. You know, they uh. they they were playing, you know. A wild card loss always, that that was pretty much essentially week 19. That's all that was. That was week 19 Ooh. of the regular season. But it was all good. But it's all good. I'm, hey, I'll take it. I'd rather have it than not have it. Yeah, oh, man. All right. Once again, th- thank you, Sean. Thank you for coming. Thank over y'all, I man. Appreciate, I appreciate, y'all. appreciate it. And mm-hmm. and when, and when the season ends and we never see Ben Simmons again, we'll bring you back on to ask you what
1: happened. Bring <laughs> me. Hey, it's this is just a bold prediction. It's not something likely, but I mm-hmm. figure I just throw out a bomb and just, and if, if, if it happens, I could be say that I'm
0: the only one who said it. So yeah. <laughs> there and, you go. And, and, and and we will plug that till the end. You'll get tagged and all. <laughs> remember, when, remember when? Sean Bell came on the Jonesy and Brown show? It yeah, said uh, Ben Simmons was coming back. We'll yeah. be playing that clip. Oh man, please! We, we will milk yeah. the hell out of that. Exactly. That <laughs> that, that, that that's a prediction.
1: That's all. It's all all glory. Mm-hmm. All side. All outside.
0: Right. Right. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate y'all. All right. What's the get? That was Sean. That was a good. That was a good get by you, bro. Hey, man, you
2: know, try to have some fun on this show. That's all.
0: Uh, it was cool, we, man. It
2: was we, cool. We need
0: quality guests. We do. Look, man, we've had a pretty good run. I was sitting there just looking through, like, just, just the archives. Like, you have you gone through, like, the Jonesy and Brown Instagram page? And Oh, it's like, been all... a good season. Yeah, we've had a good season. We've had some good guests. Oh, we've, it's been a great what? season we've on Jonesy all right, and Brown. Man, we, yeah, we got to keep – let's keep that – let's keep that Try going. to keep it rolling. Let's keep that going. Hey, you let us know what you think of this show. Hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Jonesy and Brown. Jonesy and Brown, three words, one word all together. You know, whatever. Or you can hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at BITW Sports. Download this podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Best in the World Sports. That is Mike Jones. Still to this day. To this day. Will maintain that back in the day, they didn't want it. That's it. But they now you—they didn't want you. But now you're hot. What mm-hmm. happened? Now they hot. Now I'm hot, and they can't have it. They can't have gotcha. See, I I I, 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 would, I would throw it up too, but my, my it, it's upstairs. I, I don't have. It. But is but it's, for the people watching at home though, you see you, you see you, you see the hand. You know the, you know. A little change in color that that ring ain't that ring ain't going nowhere. The ring is there anyway. Whatever, man, we're out of here. That's Jonesy and Brown. We'll check, we'll check you whenever we do another podcast. Peace, y'all. Hey. you feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to slash bitw sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search best in the world sports. You're listening to Jonesy and Brown. Brown.